But the technician was busy, and within five minutes of dispatching the job, he plopped the ticket back on my desk with NPF, that stands for No Problem Found, stamped on the front of the repair order. He hadn't even driven the car. Well, hello everybody, Gene Girdley here, thanking you for joining me again for another episode of the Miles and the Markers podcast. We're into mile six now, which is one of my favorite topics ever from the standpoint of being a trainer. I used to love to train the concept that I call slow down to speed up. I've heard a lot of people talk about this before, but when we were doing it in sales training, and I'm going to get into the story here in a few minutes, it was so fun to take people from the idea that they had to go a certain direction to get things done quickly, but then to literally flip the triangle, so to speak, upside down to where the things that you thought were saving you time actually were creating more time for you. And that's mile six. So let's get into it. Hope you're having a great week. Running an auto repair company wasn't an easy gig. There was a lot of running to the parts store and working in the rain in the Seattle area. But the ability to choose my schedule and have some level of flexibility was a positive. One of the other things that I don't write in the book was that at this point in time, I was also coaching football and baseball at the high school that I'd graduated from. And I was also volunteering at the time as a youth leader at our church. So having that flexibility, being able to set my schedule so that I could be at baseball practice at the high school at 2.30 in the afternoon uh, was a great thing. Getting back to the book now. Learning the art of diagnosing and analyzing was the highlight of my time working with Dave. He was a genius at fixing cars, and he shared some of his knowledge with me. He was especially good with electrical problems and analysis. The art of diagnosing has been lost on many. Dave taught me to take my time, which is a concept you can apply to most things in life that I like to call slow down to speed up. So brief story now. Once while managing the service department at Saba of Orange County, I took a call from a customer who had an intermittent issue with her air conditioning. And I asked the right questions. I learned that the problem occurred after the vehicle was being driven for at least 15 minutes. Now, when the car arrived, I wrote up the repair order with specific details explaining what caused the failure to occur. But the technician was busy, and within five minutes of dispatching the job, he plopped the ticket back on my desk with NPF, that stands for No Problem Found, stamped on the front of the repair order. He hadn't even driven the car. (laughs) 
I know those of you who are service managers right now are just shaking your head, <laughs> just scratching your head. Uh, I have to deal with this all the time. They just don't want to take the time to diagnose. And look, I've been a tech too, and I get it. Things are busy, you're swamped. And in this case, because he was swamped, and that is no excuse for poor diagnosis, I jumped in the car, hopped on the freeway. Sure enough, the air conditioner quit working after about 15 minutes. I also noticed that as soon as it failed, the temperature gauge stopped working. Now, that additional information helped the technician diagnose the problem, and the fix was actually rather simple. But this type of thing happens all the time. In cases where the technician feels rushed, the vehicle is often returned to the customer without being fixed correctly. The result is actually more time for everyone. It's poor customer experiences. It's bad reviews. It's ultimately a loss of revenue. And it all goes back because the tech in this story did not slow down in order to speed up. Now, when it comes to automotive, today's vehicles are more complicated than they used to be, but the complications have been somewhat reduced by software and technology. This advancement is both a blessing and a curse when it comes to vehicle repairs. The benefit is a technician can simply plug in a scan tool and read an error code to isolate the area of the problem. And did you know that most of us can actually buy a simplified version of a tool like this on the internet? Here's the problem. A failed part or wire can create an error code after being chewed on by a mouse. It could be a loose connection. The code identifying the problem's area doesn't tell the technician the actual cause of the problem. Determining the real cause requires diagnosis or slowing down to speed up. Now, I'm going to step away from the book for a moment and talk to, in this case, I'm going to start with service advisors and service managers and anybody else who's listening to this that isn't in automotive, you'll get the idea behind the story. So one of the things that we promote in training service advisors and service managers is greeting a customer at their vehicle and offering a walk around and introduction to the multi-point inspection. That's a perfect example of slowing down to speed up. Why? Because it helps the customer understand and visualize things so that the process of explaining and recommending maintenance or repairs doesn't take as long. The customers can see what you're talking about. If they see a dirty air cleaner, if they see a wire that's been chewed on by a mouse under the hood, if they see a nest that has been built by the HVAC system and they realize that that's got to be cleaned out, well, now they see it. They actually have a visible representation. Being introduced in advance to the multi-point inspection tool that uses green, red, and yellow indicators. They can now actually take that form 
and connect it directly to something that they have already seen. So when the technician confirms that a repair is needed, they can make the phone call. The service advisor can make the phone call and say, hey, do you remember when we were talking about this? Yeah, well, absolutely. The technician confirmed that that needs replacement. That's taking that few extra minutes up front with the customer to slow them down. And it speeds things up so much later on. A lot of this, by the way, is just customer education. Right after they've bought a car, right after they bought a car, you can get with the customer and say, by the way, this is the process for service here at our dealership. When you bring the car in, we'll actually greet you with the car. And then this is what we do. And here's why we do it. You can actually educate them to want to slow down. Now, this concept, as I mentioned at the very start of the podcast, I said, man, I used to love to train on this because this concept works so well on the variable or sales side of automotive also. And in any relationship for that matter, if you really take the time to slow down and understand it's so much better. It saves you so much time in trying to solve issues later on. But when introducing the consultative sales process back when I was with Saturn, we pointed out that the step that we call interview, others call it qualifying or fact-finding, was the heart and soul of the process. And many of us would draw a heart on a flip chart and then branch out all other parts of the sales process from there. Well, why do we do that? Because here's an example. You can't test drive the right vehicle if you don't know what type of performance or comfort features or safety equipment that they need or want. And how do you know what to spend the most time on at the delivery if you don't know what features the customer plans on using most often? And here's one. Don't even get me started on this what good follow-up means. Following up with a customer is not just making a phone call, hey, how's the car? You cannot do adequate and appropriate relationship building, loyalty building follow-up without taking the time to interview your customers early on. A quote by doctor and author Tony Alessandra sums it up best. He said, Quote, in selling as in medicine, prescription before diagnosis is malpractice. And you can hear from that quote how this ties back into the technician's role, how this ties into sales, how this ties into everything. Most of the time spent in the sales process and the dealership still focuses on negotiation. It's why the process takes so long. Since most salespeople do a poor job of fact-finding, they put a customer on a vehicle that doesn't meet their wants or needs. Instead, they sell price or they sell, quote, the deal. Folks, it's normal because that's what advertisers and marketers are pitching on TV and radio and in digital ads. Come in for the deal. Get the deal. We just had Black Friday, the Christmas sales get 10% off, right? It's not about building value. 
But when negotiations stall, sales managers say, go show them the car again. Why do they do that? Because they know that the customer needs more value. They need to fall in love again with the car. They need to see those rims. They need to feel the touch of the fabric or the leather. They need to put their hands on the wheel. Value has got to be built before they can make the sale. So the essence of slow down to speed up is asking better questions. Ask questions of others. Ask questions of yourself. Pay attention also, by the way, to tone and body language of your clients and customers. This happened all the time to me when I would ask a customer a question like, hey, what do you think of that feature? Or do you like that feature? And they'd go, yeah. And then they'd lean back and cross their arms. I knew they didn't like it. That yeah meant something else. A lot of times I would just go, okay, <laughs> let's be honest with one another. What did yeah mean? I had to slow down and ask another question. I had to clarify. Now, here's the sad thing today. Here's the sad thing today. More and more sales processes are going online and focusing even more on the price, partly because prices are high, especially in automotive. And with inflation right now, as we're doing this podcast, that's starting to take off. So everything's getting priced higher and people are then looking for the deal, right? Sure, they list the features, but there's little opportunity to match those features with benefits based on a customer-specific wants or needs. And this happens because too few dealerships took the time to slow down with the customers inside the dealership. I want to say that again. Everything we're experiencing today happened because too few dealerships took the time in the past to slow down the process with customers inside the dealership. It became all about the negotiation, that grind that people just hate to go to a dealership for. I don't want to go there. I don't want to deal with that back and forth. I want to deal with the things where I feel like I may or may not be getting a good deal because we're going back and forth in negotiation. And I, I don't even know if I'm a good negotiator. That's also the reason companies like Carvana and Vroom have gained so much traction. The advantage that they have is they've shortened the time to buy the car. And time is a valuable commodity. But they've also shortened and reduced and even in some cases eliminated most of the pain. The angst that a negotiation takes out of a customer's emotional energy. But I don't think customers are getting the types of vehicles that really meet their needs. I just don't think they are. I don't think you can get the type of service by just going online and doing it yourself. Because you don't buy a car very often. Once every, what, five years? Maybe longer? So you really don't know much about cars. A lot of salespeople don't know much about cars either. <laughs> but 
there are people typically at the dealership who can answer questions. And when they demonstrate the car for you, you can discover some of those features that you either really love or really don't like. And once you buy a car, um, you know, there in most states, there's a three-day right of refu refusal for contracts. But um, you buy it as is, and if you don't like it, then you're stuck with it especially with the prices and the longer terms that we're putting on automotive loans these days. So slowing down to speed up isn't just about fixing things. It applies to many areas of life. Planning a trip, one example. Most people don't just jump in a car and go on vacation. Why would you operate your business or work without slowing down and planning. So here's this week's mile marker. Focus on quality, not just quantity. Take the time to ensure you're doing it right the first time. Taking more time up front may seem like it's going to take longer overall, but you're actually saving time and money in the end. Next week, pay attention to life's clues as we continue with the miles and the markers. I'm Gene Girdley. God bless you, and thanks for listening.